Hello, welcome to Sumo Manichi. It is day two of the Kyushu Basho. I'm Amy. I'm here with Dave. We're going to bring you all the action. There was some big news that broke uh, midway through the afternoon, really. It was quite late notice that Hokuseho was Kyujo. Do you know how I found out? Mm -hmm. Our Twitter account. Yes, I'd posted it. I thank you for doing Good that. Good on me. <laughs> yeah, but a huge shock. What have we heard? Well, when it was announced, there was no medical reason, and I still haven't seen a medical reason. Um, someone, when I, I posted it, postulated that he did fall awkwardly yesterday on his elbow. So possibly it could have been that. It could still be um, lingering repercussions from COVID, I imagine, mm. uh, from a couple of months ago. We know from stories around the world that it can it can really be a problem for a long time. He, did look, he didn't look very comfortable out there yesterday, I have to say. No, that's right. I put it down to sort of his, I remember calling it as a kind of awkward, his awkward movement, which he does have, but um, he he wasn't moving fast. He didn't no, look snappy, did he? didn't look good at all. So that's terrible news for Hokuseho mm. fans. It looks like we're going to have to wait longer, uh, assuming that this is, that he will be out for the rest I of the mean, Basho with this. There was Hoshori last time who was out for a couple of days. Somebody else got a fever and popped out for a couple of days. There was... I think there will be maybe a little bit more of that happening when they're being careful um, with with temperatures and stuff like that. But because we haven't heard anything, it's yeah. very hard to judge at this point. But it would be a bit of a disaster for him to have one bout injury. That's it. And then he falls back falls down back, again. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he'll be, he would be back, but still, hopefully that's not the case. There is good news. Yes. The good news is it's beautiful weather today oh, in lovely. Fukuoka where the Basho is taking place. Uh, it was a beautiful 17 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Um, neither. But in terms of what you would be wearing, you'd be wearing a a jumper. Yeah, probably jeans, long jeans, pants. Long pants. Yeah, or a, a long skirt and socks, like socks with your shoes. And maybe a light jacket over the jumper, but mm -hmm. certainly no uh, scarf yes. at that temperature. Yep. It's been much colder here in Melbourne, actually, at the moment. Oh, no, We're coming freezing. into summer. so It's freezing. Good on you, Melbourne. Always does it to us. Well, shall we jump into the jury bouts for today? Yes. So Asana Waka got the freebie against Hokuseho, who, as I mentioned, was Kujo. That opens the account for Asana Waka. Enho, he had a, a really interesting bout today. He jumped to his left and then he got underneath the armpit of Azamaru, slipped around his body and actually kind of stood up underneath Azamaru and threw him down with the arm. It was a very impressive uh, Totari win for Enho. It's a bit more like it, isn't it? I did think for a split second he was going to heave him over the shoulder like a sack of potatoes. Oh, the sack of potatoes throw, the, the fisherman throw, yeah. Azamari is too big for that, I think. Mm, no, Amiuchi today, just a Totari for Enho. Uh, that's one uh, win for him. In their first time meeting, Oho bumped Tokashoryu back a couple of times and forced him over the bales Oshidashi with very little resistance. Oho looking good, two wins so far. Tokashoryu zero and two. Kodoshoho stayed patient in his bout today and very steady in a lockup against Nishikigi, eventually turning and depositing Nishikigi down on the dirt outside the ring. Kodoshoho also looking good, two and zero. I am slipping into the Kodoshoho vortex. Nishikigi, he's one and one. Treat yourself. <laughs> Nishiki Fuji put Pushozan down. Katasukashi. Uh, it seems like Pushozan's feet just got left behind as he came mm. forward here, and Nishiki Fuji took full advantage of that. That's his first win. Nishiki Fuji, his one and one. Pushozan, zero and two at his highest rank in Jurio. Kaishaw, he looked very, very good in his slapdown win over Daishaw Maru. Fighting like a true 
top of Jurio Ricochet now, I thought, today. Yeah, and he did a bit of, he didn't do a fist pump, but his face oh, did one. He's, fe- <laughs> he's a feeling face it. fist pump. He's doing it. He's two and zero. Daisho Maru is one and one. Shonichi for Wakamoto Haru, his first win came against Daimami today, who is zero and two. Yep, some good form in Jurio so far, and a, a lovely win for Enho today. I'll mention it yet again. <laughs> the first bout of Makuchi was a Jurio visitor, so um, because of um, Tochinoshin going um, Kyujo. There's always going to be a Jurio visitor from now on. It's Tsurigisho, and he was up against Shohozan. And today, Shohozan, he fired up. He bodied Tsurigisho out with slaps and thrusts, and the crowd, well, they also fired up. There was a lot of cheering and huge applause for Shohozan's first win. Shohozan looked completely pumped here. Didn't he? Well, and I think it's starting to add to this narrative that this might be the last time that his hometown crowd gets oh, to see him go around, no. I think. I think he knows that he's mm. savouring these wins. Great stuff from Shahozan. He's one and one. Tsurigisho, same score. Up next, Kaisei against Sadanumi. Sadanumi drove forward, clamped a left hand on the belt and went to work. Kaisei, he kept his hips back, made himself very difficult to move here. But with a grunt, Sadanumi lowered his head and drove Kaisei across the bales. Yorikiri. Sadanumi's uh, <clears throat> parents or friends in the audience, maybe, in the crowd today, they were holding up some lovely Sadanumi banners. You don't see them that often. You don't. And they were very happy to see him get his second win. He just had a great position and waited for the opportune moment to take that action against Kaisei, a Yorikiri win for Sadanumi. He's two and zero, Kaisei one and one. And Chiamaru was up next against Aqua. Now, there were very two very close Mawashi colours here, both shades of the emerald green, but but quite different. Yeah, well, I, I think seeing Akua's colour against a more traditional shade of green really shows how much yellow's in that. Yes, and it was Chiamaru who let Aqua come forward and then cartwheeled him down to the ground. It looked almost like a, a training exercise, like Aqua had let him do it, but... It wasn't the case. No, it was beautiful sumo from Chiamaru today. Just poetry in motion. It was nice. It was very, very nice. It was like a dance almost, a beautiful sumo dance. And Akua would have felt very smooth as he went down. It was just beautiful sumo from Mr. Sumo. That's his first win. He's one and one. Akua, zero and two. Abi up next against Chinakuni. High attacks from Abi threw Chinakuni's head back out of the touchy eye. Abi was quick to follow up. The thrusting attacks from Abi forced Chinakuni to step back again and this time out. Powerful sumo from Abi. Chinakuni almost managed to get out of the way at the crucial time to send the lunging Abi past him. I do think that's a way of combating Abi and he he did sort of duck, try to duck out of the way, but he was too close to the Tawara. And uh, yeah, Abi a second win so far in uh, Makuchi. I thought he might have more trouble today with Chinakuni, but... He didn't. Chionokuni, he's one and one. Yutakiyama up against Kagiyaki. They have a six and six head-to-head record coming into this. And this is Yutakiyama's first real bout as he had the freebie yesterday. But he couldn't quite manage to get away from Kagiyaki. Kagiyaki just came in with a full body hug. And even though Yutakiyama tried to circle away around the outside of the ring, Kagiyaki's a big guy. He was body to body and Yutakiyama couldn't move away from him. Kagiyaki looked very, very good. He would come away from today knowing he did his style of sumo, mm. low and balanced, powerful movement forward. Yutakiyama had no answers in the end. Yorikiri win for Kagiyaki. That's his first one and one. Yutakiyama on the same score. 
Well, next up we had Kodnawaka and Hokuto Fuji. This was their first time meeting. Hokuto Fuji didn't have the cleanest touchy eye, but even though he, it's almost like he bounced off Kodnawaka yeah, here. He did. <laughs> but it was clear that Kodnawaka had come to this bout with a very defensive mindset because yes. he didn't take advantage of it. Yes. It let uh, Hokuto Fuji come back. He charged into the fray. Kodnawaka stepped back here again, tried to pull. The door was open for Hokuto Fuji and he drove him over the bales. Oshidashi. Totally agree with that. Kodnawaka was really disappointing from him. He was defensive and he was just trying to pull. I mean, I guess mm. he tried to push Hokuto Fuji at the start, didn't get anywhere and was like, I have to try something else. But this wasn't the thing to try. I wonder facing up against Hokuto Fuji for the first time, mm. whether that big touchy eye was weighing on his mind. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, he, he would have been intimidated for sure, uh, but it was a disappoint, disappointing response to that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Kodnawaka one and one and Hokuto Fuji at Magashira 12, as you would expect, hopefully for him, is two and zero. Ishiura coming up against Teretsuyoshi. And they both went low. Ishiro, though, was lower. He was fully underneath Teretsuyoshi's body. His face was pressed into Teretsuyoshi's lower stomach. And in fact, Teretsuyoshi, because he was that little bit bigger, could just reach over the top of Ishiro, grab his belt from over the top, scooped his fingers underneath the belt and lifted him up from over the top of him, raised his body up, picked Ishiro up with the belt and deposited him outside. This was one of the strangest things I've ever seen. It was pretty weird. I feel like it's happened before, but not quite as cleanly as this. This was a real pickup. I I definitely haven't seen it done like this before. Mm. There's the Tochina Shin lift outs. Oh, yeah. But he's upright. Here, because because Ishira had his head so low and against Teretsuyoshi's Mawashi, he could use that as a fulcrum. Mm. to leverage him up. Totally. This looked like one of those comedy skits that they do when they're on their regional tours. Yes. That's the only explanation, that this was meant to be a moment of levity. Uh, Well, Ishiura wasn't laughing. I mean, he must have been in on the joke, though. (laughs) He let that happen, (laughs) surely. (laughs) It was so clean. I mean, it was um, Tsuridashi, the lift out, but it felt like it should have been another Kimarito for me, like something a bit more spectacular. Mm. Something, uh, Something a bit funnier. Something funny. One of the joke Kimarite. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't plain old Tsuridashi. I mean, I guess you don't see it that often. Ishihara, he was the butt of the joke today. He was zero and two. And Teretsuyoshi, I will give him that. That was a good response yeah. to what Ishihara did. Wow. And he is one and one. He's earned your approval. Yes. Well done, Teretsuyoshi. Aoyama up next against Hidunumi. Aoyama, his touch eye was so good here. He was quick. He was up in Hidunumi's grill almost instantly. Hidunumi, he found himself on the bales, stretched back to keep his hopes alive. But as he threw himself back into the middle of the doyo, he stumbled. Aoyama was able to move around behind and take him out Okuridashi. Poor old Hidunumi. He got slapped around a bit, shoved around. And Aoyama putting the grunt to good use today, just playing with Hidunumi a little bit maybe. He looks in, in fairly good form, Aoyama, I'd say. He looks unstoppable when he moves forward like that. It's yep. so good to see. Yep, it was good. And Hidunumi, he's 2-0. Hidunumi is 0-2. and two. Chiyotaru, it's the day after his birthday. What can he do today? He's up against Tobizaru. But Tobizaru came out swinging today. He slapped Chiyotaru around, getting the attack going on the neck and the face and circling around. So he was always to the side of Chiyotaru, which uh, he doesn't love. And he eventually got Chiyotaru on an angle where Tobizaru could take advantage 
of all that momentum he'd gained by circling and swing Chiatari down to the ground, a Kodanage win for oh, Tobizaru. I, I thought this was a very clever victory it was from good, Tobizaru. Wasn't it? Did mm. you notice too, I, I saw Tobizaru just move himself to the right slightly to take the sting out of the Chiatari touchy eye. Yeah, good idea. Uh, but as you said, kept around that side and it worked very effectively. Yeah, he must have a little bit of a thing over Chiatari, maybe because of that sideways movement, because their head-to-head record is now 1-3 yeah, to Tobizaru, and I wouldn't necessarily have guessed that. No. He is one and one, and Chiatari is the same score. Ura up next against Koroeko. Ura, he's off the long run-up as he does all of the time now, and it forced Koroeko to come out of the touchy eye very carefully. Koroeko was trying to thrust high, but Ura was insistent he stayed low. Ura took his time here. He was patient, and when he attacked, Koroeko just powdered. He was, it was moved back easily, taken over the bales. I didn't know what happened here. No, I thought he kind of did himself in by jumping away from Ura. I guess he was trying to stay away from him. Maybe he was worried he'd go low and sort of attach himself to his body or something and he didn't want that. But Ura didn't even really have to do that much. He just came forward. Yeah, in the end. I, I tried to watch the replay to see if there was something that yeah. I missed first time around. I couldn't see it. Uh, Ura continues to frustrate opponents like Kotoweko who need to be up and, you know, in body to body with his opponent. Yeah, we want the Nobeoka native to get a, a win here, but he hasn't managed yet. He's 0-2. We want the crowd to be cheering for him. Ura is 2-0. and zero. Shimano Umi up next against Shioshoma. I said his name. There it is. It's out there. I'll and he out. did he did come forward today. He was straight on the belt of Shimano Umi with his left hand. But Shimano Umi had the right hand on the inside and tried and almost completed a throwdown, a swing down of Chiyoshoma out of the ring. But he kind of ran out of uh, he ran out of turning force. He ran out of steam at the last minute. And from there it was Chiyoshoma actually who was able to power back and take Shimano Umi out Yorikiri. Yeah, this was weird. I wondered whether Shimano Umi hadn't taken his foot off the pedal a bit early. Yeah, I think he might have just there was no more ran out of rotation. Rotation, that's yeah, the word, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he, he just couldn't get that last little inch of Chiyoshoma out because it did look like he'd almost got the win there. Mm. Well, Shimonumi 0-2, Chiyoshoma, one win, zero losses, one dog. Act next bout of the day, Tamawashi up against Hoshoryu. It was Tamawashi who was on the attack early and he just looked too strong for Hoshoryu. Moved Hoshoryu back while being very, very stable. Uh, Hoshoryu on the bales, resisted, bent back. And then found the belt and twisted Tamawashi around as they fell. They fell together. They crashed down. Gyoji points confidently to Tamawashi. Mm. It looked like, to my eye, he got that call wrong. Oh, totally. But that's what Monoe's are for. That's fine. So we wait for the Monoe to be called. We're waiting, we're waiting. And it turns into a, a what in the actual moment because no Monoe is called. And... Tamawashi is awarded the win. They play the replay. They play it quite a few times, probably uh, suggesting what, what we were thinking, was, which was that cool move by Hoshoryu on the edge, which we see, we've seen him do and pull off successfully quite a few times, had flipped Tamawashi around so that, I mean, it was well, fairly, it was, it wasn't the clearest, but it looked like Tamawashi had fallen, if not first, at least at the very same time as Hoshori, in which case it should be a toenail shift. Yeah, it was interesting. I felt that the crowd was silent yes. after this one, yeah. waiting for the Monoe. Yep. 
you could see or you could hear the Japanese commentators questioning mm. why there wasn't a Monoe. And then Hoshori watching the replay just yeah. shook his head. Yep. I mean, amazing that this wasn't called a Monoe. Yep, absolutely. I, I can't, I mean, there's a guy sitting right there. There's a oh, shimpan there's... sitting literally where they fell. Yeah. Maybe that was the problem that he was trying to get out of the way and he didn't think about it. Yeah, but that's why you've got you've got other people. There's two other on. You've got other people. I mean, it's. I have no explanation Mm. for this. I've never seen anything like this where a monoe wasn't called. I've seen monoe decisions where I don't agree. Yeah, sometimes they call a monoe and you're like, no, that's clear. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like call it and then go, okay, Tamawashi won. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Anyway, Tamawashi, that's his first win. One one. Hoshoryu, same score. Takara Fuji and Takayasu. Now, this is a about worth going back and having a bit of a watch if you've got <laughs> quite a while because it was really, really great. Two um, guys who can be quite defensive. Takayasu gets himself into these situations quite often. And by these such situations, I mean a bit of a lock-up. So Takara Fuji got the left hand around the body. Takayasu had his left hand on the front of Takara Fuji's Mawashi. And then they locked up. So there was a lot of initiations from here. They were trying to keep each other. Well, Takayasu was trying to keep Takara Fuji off his Mawashi, they really struggled back and forth. They were both breathing so heavily. And the, the cries from the Gyoji of Hakioi went unheeded. Did I they mean, they ever? were trying to, they didn't just stand there for a long time. They were trying to move. Well, there was a fascinating battle between uh, Takara Fuji's left hand and Taki, yes. Takiyasu's right hand. Takara Fuji desperate to get that left hand on the belt. Takiyasu defending all the time. Yeah, it was very great defensive sumo from both of them, actually. Um Takayasu went for an excellent throw attempt at one point and Takara Fuji stayed up. Then they both just staggered around. They were so out of breath by now. They staggered around a bit. And Takayasu finally managed to swing Takara Fuji around and down. So it was a shitate dashinage win to Takayasu. It went on for quite a long time, three minutes and nine seconds. Wow. Apparently. Super long. Takayasu does this a lot. He takes the pace out of a bout. Yep. Seems happy locking up and then takes a long time to come up with a solution. Mm. But when you saw that, that bout, um, break free and start to be more dynamic, I think Takiyasu looks so good in those situations. He's quick to respond. He's got a great sumo mind. I'm just wondering about this, um, strategy of his just to, to get into that position and wait. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I worry about him now because I feel like to pull free of something like that or to initiate does put a lot of stress on the body. Sure does. And if he has got that, you know, ongoing back issue, which I imagine he'll never quite be free of, I I worry that he he won't be able Mm -hmm. to come out of these situations forever. Yeah. But he... He always ends up in them, so he has to be able to win from them at some point. And today he did manage to find that and against somebody as excellently defensive exactly as Takara right. Fuji. Exactly. It was a big win. So Takara Fuji, zero and two, Takiyasu, two and zero. Endo up next against Myogiryu. Endo got out of jail early after a beautiful pull attempt by Myogiryu straight out of the touchy eye. Endo stabilised quickly and regained his awareness to dodge the incoming attack from Myogiryu, Endo steps aside oh, beautifully here so good. and helps Myogiryu over the bales. I mean, he's good. I he's love so good. when Endo just looks like um, a beautiful choreographed movement. He was out of this, I yeah. thought, for all intents and purposes. Yep. Uh, but then he stabilised so quickly, his legs were just suddenly, like in a split instant, just wide and stable. Yeah, and the movement... 
to to get out of the way of Mjolnir was just so calm yeah. and economical. Yeah. There was no panic about it. He just like, It's like he's seeing the bout in slow motion I or know. something. I know. He doesn't panic endo nah. even when he loses or gets himself in a yeah. in a tricky situation. I'd like to see him panic a bit more maybe. Know, maybe. But I love this sumo from him today. He's one and one endo and Mjolnir is the same score. Okonomi up against Komasubi Kirabiyama after his uh, uh, fight against the Yokozuna yesterday, Kirabiyama. Okonomi just kept coming forward and forward and Kirabiyama circled away, went backwards and backwards and he just didn't put up any defence yet. So much so that I said at the end of this bout, I go, was that Kirabiyama? No. Yeah, I was just about to say that, that you said, who who, who was that? Who was that? Because I thought maybe I've... Like freaked out and it's it was mere giddy. Yeah, was, yeah. I mean, not necessarily that they're going badly, but I, it wasn't the sumo I associated with, with Kirabiyama. No, he. I mean, he, he was there in body but not mind today, Kirabiyama. <laughs> An easy win for Okonumi, who is one and one now. Kirabiyama still winless on zero and two. Up next, we have Sekiwake Mitakumi up against ex-Sekiwake Takanosho, who was fighting at Maegashira to this basho. Takanosho had the better opening after what was a slow touchy eye, I thought, or not the speed I would expect from these two. He bodied Mitakumi back to the bales, but Mitakumi will sometimes do this. He can give ground in a very controlled manner. And he was able to do that here. And then he moved them back to the middle of the doyo before finding a way around the side of Takanosho. And he just took that opportunity to move Takanosho back and over. An easy Oshidashi win in the end for Mitakumi. Yeah, it was. Takanosho, even though it was a, a bit of a slow start, it was good. And he was able to take Mitakumi backwards, but then he his mistake was letting Mitami, Mitakumi stabilise and, and get low and solid. He's hard to move from there. He just powered forward. And the um, the energy perhaps that we saw yesterday from Takanosho, the, the not frenzied, he's never frenzied, but the, the extra energy that he put into day one wasn't quite there uh, for day two despite Getting out of the blocks well, there was no conversion and he is now 1-1. And Mitakumi uh, rescued himself a little bit there today. He's 2-0. and zero. Wakataka Kage up against Sekiwake Meisei. They're coming into this at a 2-2 uh, record, head-to-head. There was a Mata, kind of from both of them, maybe more from Meisei. And then another good touchy eye from, or a good touchy eye from both of them, Meisei frantically sl- slapping. Wakataka Kage darting away, trying to pull Meisei forward by the arm. And Meisei just kind of following him around, not letting him pull him forward. Landing a strong push on Wakataka Kage that sent him stumbling to the side. And then as Meisei came back to try to finish off Wakataka Kage, he slipped, and I genuinely think this was a, I mean, of course, because he was put in a situation where his legs were far, far apart, but it was a genuine slip, and Maysay went down. It was a disappointing end to this bout, I thought. Maysay was full of fire today. I thought he looked so good, so fast, so powerful. Just got wrong-footed. It mm. did look like a slip here. It was counted as a Hataki Komi slapdown win for Wakataga Kage. I think that's very generous. Yeah. I mean, he must have imparted some uh, momentum to Mesa uh, at some point. There was a little bit of a touch there, but it wasn't really what cracked this one open. Yeah. Unlucky for Sekiwake Mesa. He's zero and two after that loss. Wakataka Kage is one and one. Ozeki Shodai 
up against Komasubi Ichinojo. This was an easy day at the office for Shodai. He worked his way around the side of Ichinojo, then slipped in low while Ichinojo was repositioning his arm position. Repositioning his arm position. Yeah. Too many positions, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Short eye, head down. He drove Ichinojo over the bales for a Yachty Kitty win. That's his first. I think it was a clever move from Short Eye that stepped to the left as Ichinojo came in off the touchy eye because Ichinojo's touch eyes have been good and he's been moving straight into the position he wants, which is the belt grip. And it looked like you could see his arms just (laughs) slipping inside. And Short Eye just moved enough to deny that. And then Ichinojo was a bit like, oh, I'm... I'm yeah. not sure what to do now with this. Or Zeki coming back at me. I think I think you're exactly right. He didn't really give Ichinojo a chance to mm. get settled. Yep. So clever sumo for short eye, and he'd be relieved to have that first win on the board. Ichinojo is one and one as well. Onosho coming up against the Ozeki Takakesho, and today Takakesho looked really strong. He came out with the thrusts. They have finally arrived. He looked powerful, and Onosho tried to slap him through, which is a, a good move to try against Takakesho. But he moved to his left, Onosho, but Takakesho, he just had laser vision on him today. He just moved around so quickly, followed him perfectly, and drove Onosho out. I did see Onosho going for the belt grab on the left-hand mm. side out of the touchy eye. Mm. And of course that didn't land and left him very, very close to Takakesho. Yep. I wonder w- whether that was the right move to make there. Mm. Well, hitting it might've done something, but wonder, missing it definitely was Well, wasn't. missing it did, but could he have done anything with a single left-hand belt grip against mm. Takakesho? Yeah. It would have been interesting to see. It, I, I, I think Onosho should have done what he does. He should yep. have matched him. He should have hit him harder oh, yeah, and yeah. see if he could outthrust him. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he probably had, a, as he that. said, he probably <laughs> would have had a better chance at that than, than yeah, what he did than what try happened. because it just allowed Takakesho's uh, thrust to land perfectly. Yeah, mm. exactly right. So I'm not sure he's still winless on zero and two. Ozeki Takakesho, he'd be liking this two and zero. That brings us to the final bout of the day. Yokozuna Terunofuji up against Maegashira one, Daesho. Daesho knows how to beat Terunofuji, mm-hmm. as we've seen happen uh, three times in the past. Out of the touchy eye, Daesho threw everything he had uh, at Terunofuji, pushed high, pushed hard, but Terunofuji is very, very hard to move backwards and he stood strong here. Daesho was denying Terunofuji the belt grip and made sure there was enough distance between the two to prevent that. Daesho attacked again. This time the pushing attacks worked and they forced Terunofuji back and onto the bales. But Terunofuji would not go over. The crowd started roaring. Mm. Were they roaring? I think they were having a bit I of a cheeky... I think so. The Japanese language commentator was absolutely going off as well. They were. They were feeling something was going to happen here. Daesho had Terunofuji where he wanted him. He was on the bales. He was bent back. Terunofuji refused to go over somehow, grabs Daesho's upper body, spins around to the left and throws Daesho to the ground Unbelievable sumo from Terunofuji. It was it was really strong to be able to deny Daesho. It was so close from him. He had Terunofuji where he wanted him. But Terunofuji's so tall, he's so big and wide and tall that he stood up high and locked up Daesho's arms. And yeah. Daesho just got more and more frantic. You could see that he he knew exactly where he was. He knew that he was about to win. Yeah. And just it was like he's feet were scraping he, at the dust and he was trying to throw he his, threw his, his body, body yeah. at Terunofuji. And that just 
it took away some of the style that he was using to get him yeah. there and just meant that Turner Fuji could kind of grab him and then work him in the way that he wanted from then. So that allowed him to take control of the bout and somehow convert all of that frantic energy from Daisho into a, a big Sukunage beltless arms. It, it, was a, it was a thrilling match and what a way to finish off day two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Terana Fuji, there's something about him at the moment. Everything he touches turns to gold. Oh, it's big news for him to be able to beat Daisho. yep. Because he was one of his his nemesi well, <laughs> in September. You know, you do you can count on one hand the ricochet that will give him some trouble. Yep. And Daisho would be the person you'd count first. Yeah. So we had Kirabiyama uh, de facto oh, yeah. in first position yep. yesterday, but he did do a very good. He did yeah. a pretty good job. Daisho has now moved to number one challenger. Yep. For sure, but he didn't get the win this time around. Well, so Terafuji. 2-0, undefeated, uh, Daesho 1-1. One one. Let's look at the bouts for tomorrow. We might just concentrate on the Sanyaku bouts. Ichinojo up against Takanosho. Okunumi up against Meisei. Meisei has never beaten Okunumi what? in seven attempts. I know, that's a weird stat, right? Yes. Mitakumi up against Daesho. It's 11-7 Mitakumi's way, so I think that will be a good bout. Kirubiyama takes on Takakesho. Shodai up against Onosho. And the final bout of the day, Terunofuji up against Wakataka Kage. Wakataka Kage will be very keen to have a go at him again, I think. Absolutely. Always enjoys that. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And just before we go, could I say that today filled me with joy when I looked at social media and saw the global disdain for Chiyoshima style of sumo. <laughs> That's all. I just wanted to say that really brightened Thanks up my day support. today. Thank you for the support. We're going to get this henker and mainly Chiyoshima's henker out of this game, out of this sport, <laughs> and we can live better lives. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Yeah.